Today is Thursday, March 24th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down this weekend series as South Ghana returns to action, looking to snap their four-game losing streak as they take on the fourth-ranked Vanderbilt Commodores at Founders Park this weekend. Guys, I'll break down the series in its entirety, including a full breakdown of the doors. We'll talk their pitching, their hitting. Of course, we'll talk South Carolina, the starting rotation, what to watch for, key player for the weekend, and I will lock in my prediction as well. Also, guys, as the Board of Trustees meet today and approves the contract of new Gamecocks men's basketball coach Lamont Paris, I will give my brief thoughts on his hiring, what it means for South Carolina basketball as the program moves forward in the Lamont Paris era. Guys, we've got a ton to get to here on this Thursday. And of course, as always, it's brought to you by the Spurs Up Show Store. Guys, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. For all of your Gamecocks merchandise needs, be sure to stay tuned. All of our latest drops, including t-shirts, pullovers, long sleeves, hoodies, tank tops, koozies, stickers, flags, you name it, we got it. Everything you need to satisfy your Gamecocks merchandise craving. So again, that's TSUS.store, TSUS.store, the best Gamecocks merchandise on the internet. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. frustrated I know sometimes we get upset I know sometimes we let our emotions get the best of us but let's take a moment here on this Thursday to take a deep breath relax a little bit and be grateful for the little things The little things such as this conversation we're having, 
the little things such as getting to show up to the ballpark or cut the TV on and simply watch our favorite team play. I know things are a struggle right now, but let's just take a moment. Let's not forget to appreciate those little things. Let's take a moment to appreciate those little things and inject some positivity and perspective here on this Thursday as we begin yet another SEC weekend on the diamond. Folks, happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, your host, the Spurs Up Show. As always, we have got a ton to get into here on this Thursday and appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. And I hope the show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing. I hope you're having a fantastic week. And I want to wish you a very happy game day. Yes, South Carolina baseball taking the field Thursday through Saturday, not your typical Friday through Sunday series. So again, it's a jam packed week and we've got so much to get into literally content bleeding out the eyeballs here on this Thursday guys before we get going I first want to lead off with this because it was interesting the reaction yesterday you know many of you reached out to me uh, in my passion-filled rant on yesterday's podcast after the loss Tuesday night in Charleston against the Citadel and there were actually many of you that reached out and said, Chris, that was one of my favorite episodes of all time. I love the passion. I love the energy. I love what you said. I love the tone in which you said it. But I do want to take a moment to apologize. Listen, I- I'm not sorry for what I said, but to anyone who may have been offended by my choice of words or my language, I, I think you all know me well enough to know I don't make it a habit. I never curse on this show. And especially when it comes to the F-bombs and stuff like that. Because, you know, when I started way back in 2017, early on, I knew, hey, you know what? If you keep it clean, right, that there's an extensive vocabulary outside of specific four-letter words. If you keep it clean, you're never going to lose fans. You're never going to lose listeners. You're never going to lose supporters keeping it clean, right? And so that's what I've always done. Yesterday on the podcast, Guys, I let my emotions get the best of me, and I was upset. I was frustrated again, so I'm not apologizing for coming to you all with passion and uh, coming to you all with, with, you know, being myself and going on a rant. But I do apologize if there's anyone out there I offended with my choice of words, my language. I'm sorry. I do apologize. Again, you all know it's something I don't make a habit of. 99% of our content, I don't curse at all. But yesterday, what you heard, what you heard was pure passion, pure energy, and the voice of someone who truly loves the University of South Carolina, especially the baseball program. So again, I just wanted to put that out there. And I know most of you were like, hell yeah, Chris, love to hear it. Um, but for those who maybe, you know, had, had kids in the car or who were watching my post-game video and said, you know, I want my kids to be able to watch this, I do apologize. I'm sorry to you for that. I hope you can accept my apology. Anyone I may have offended with the language. Again, you know, I'm, I'm a normal dude, man. I'm a human being. Um, you know, it is what it is. But I do apologize if there's anyone that wanted to tune into yesterday's podcast and felt like they couldn't because of the choice of words. You guys know I don't make that a habit. And again, I'm not going to make that a habit moving forward. What you heard yesterday was just pure, just purely a rant and pure emotion and pure passion. And it came out the way it did. So again, just wanted to put that out there for anyone who may have been um, 
offended or felt some type of way about yesterday's podcast. Uh, getting off that, with that being said, um, very exciting news for the weekend, guys. We are throwing a watch party Sunday at Carolina Alehouse, the Harbison location. Time to be determined, opponent to be determined. I know what you guys are thinking. Chris, we've got to play Friday first. I understand that, guys. South Carolina is not losing in the Sweet 16. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. The Gamecocks are not losing in the Sweet 16. So I'm already planning the watch party for Sunday. We'll be out there at Carolina Alehouse in Harbison. Again, guys, just stay tuned for the tip-off time. Depending on that is when we'll get out there. But again, going to be a really, really good time. Going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you all out there at Carolina Alehouse in the Harbison location in Columbia, South Carolina. Again, guys, I cannot wait to partake and watch the Elite Eight matchup with the Gamecocks, the bunch of rowdy Gamecocks in the local Columbia area. All right, guys, let's get to the diamond. Let's talk about this weekend as the series gets going tonight at Founders Park as the fourth-ranked Vanderbilt Commodores come to town to take on the Gamecocks Thursday tonight at 8 o'clock on ESPN2, tomorrow night at 7 on SEC Network Plus, and, of course, Saturday at 2 o'clock on SEC Network Plus as well. Of course, the doors of the East, their head coach, Tim Corbin, one of the best head coaches in all of college baseball. Uh, this season thus far, you know, Vandy Ho-Hum, 18-2, and 3-0 in SEC play. They swept their first SEC series against the Missouri Tigers. So, again, they are off to a hot start. And again, there's a reason they're ranked fourth in the country. You look at the statistics, and certainly they back up why Vandy's been so good this season. A 2.06 team ERA, been very, very good on the bump. You know, they had a lot to replace after losing Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker, but they've done a good job of it thus far. Uh, their rotation looks like this. Tonight, they will start right in the pitcher Chris McElvain, 3-0 with a 2.49 ERA. Tomorrow, Friday, they will start lifting the pitcher Carter Holton, 4-0 with a 2.10 ERA. And then on Saturday, they are actually TBA. So Vandy is TBA in game three. But again, a very solid weekend rotation. They've been very good for the Doors this year. And they've got some big-time bullpen arms as well. You look at the offensive side, the hitting side of things for Vandy, hitting 327 as a team, and they've got some real studs that can swing in. And, of course, you got to start players to watch for with Dominic Keegan, uh, one of the best players in all of college baseball, hitting 426 thus far, five home runs, 22 RBI. I mean, this dude is going to be a, a probably a first-rounder, one of the best players, like I said, in the college game right now. You then look at Enrique Bradfield Jr. hitting 338, two home runs, 12 RBI. But, guys, guys really what separates Enrique Bradfield Jr. is the speed. I mean, I think you could argue – the fastest player in college baseball, 12 for 12 in stolen bases. And he's a dude, man, if he gets on, it's basically an automatic double, can lay down the bunt, can do tons of different things and cover so much ground defensively in the outfield as well. Then there's Tate Colwick hitting 348, leads the doors with six home runs and 20 RBI. But again, guys, they are stacked. They are loaded across the board when it comes to this roster and these playmakers they have and, and the studs they have up and down their lineup. Now, moving to the South Carolina side of things, the starting rotation for this weekend, of course, tonight, right-handed pitcher Noah Hall will take the bump. Then right-handed pitcher Will Sanders tomorrow night, and left-handed pitcher Matthew Becker will round out the weekend rotation for the Gamecocks on Saturday. As we move into what to watch for, guys. My question simply is this. Again, I went on my rant yesterday, and – you know, I think we all really, most of us felt the same. But as I said after the Clemson series, right, there are 36 games to go. The season's not over. There's baseball to be played. Flat out, there's baseball to be played. You can't just mail it in. 
You cannot just mail it in. So my question is this, where does the season go from here? Because unfortunately what you've done by losing, getting swept by Tennessee and then losing to the Citadel, guys, if you get swept this weekend and you're on a seven-game losing streak and you fall below 500, slowly but surely all hopes of anything positive happening this season just sort of fly out the window. You know, in baseball, again, it's a really tough game. It's a game of failure. And when it starts to pick on you and the baseball gods start to become really cruel, sometimes you can't recover. I mean, it's such a mental game. And again, we're talking about 18 to 22-year-old kids. It's such a mental game. You start out 0-6 in SEC play. I mean, there's going to be winnable series, but confidence is a big piece of this thing. And there's probably no team in the SEC that needs a good weekend more than South Carolina. So while I know many of you have, have mailed it in, Right. As I told you yesterday, even in my rant, I'm not going anywhere. I will be at Founders Park the rest of the year. And so, what type of character, resiliency, fight will this team show? Because, like I said, guys, maybe it doesn't sound like a big deal to win one game. But man, if you get swept again and you find yourself 0 and 6, in SEC play, it's just going to be so hard to recover from that and make anything positive of this season. So, again, the season's at a crossroads yet again. Where does it go from here? Another, th another big thing, guys, I'm looking forward to, the status of Andrew Eister. What is his status? Can he go? I tell you what, South Carolina can use all the big bats. It can get its hands on right now. And Andrew Eister, of course, did not play uh, Tuesday night at the Citadel. I would imagine he will go. From the pictures I saw on um, Tuesday in Charleston, it looks like he was actually taking batting practice. So I think he was probably held out for precautionary reasons. I think Andrew Eister will play in this one. But we'll see. How much does he play? Is he limited? What can he give you? It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, something else, guys, I'm looking forward to. Of course, as I told you, the starting rotation, Hall, Sanders, Becker. But because of the Thursday through Saturday series, you've noticed they've moved Sanders from Sunday of Texas weekend to Saturday of Tennessee weekend, now Friday of this weekend. Sanders is slowly but surely moving back to that game one role where he belongs. And so you go into next weekend with the Missouri series, he will be starting game one, Julian Bosnick, should be returning soon. But how does this weekend rotation fare, right? That's something else I'm looking forward to is, you know, Matthew Becker. Can he follow up two great outings? He's had two fantastic outings, gaudy strikeout numbers against two of the best teams in college baseball. And that game three could be pivotal, right? Matthew Becker against the TBA. You feel like you might have a shot. Can Matthew Becker stay hot? Can he keep it going? Because, guys, like I told you about Michael Braswell, you know, as, as freshmen, at some point, you run into a rut. It's just going to happen for most guys. And hopefully this isn't the weekend it does, but a lot of times it does happen, right? So 
Is Matthew Becker able to follow up two great outings and put together another one in what I expect to be a pivotal game on Saturday? Guys, I've been talking pitching, but let's get to the real issue and what we're all looking for. Um, what changes offensively? What changes offensively for this team? Because something has to. Something has to change offensively. I, I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if it's changing up pregame rituals. I don't know if it's changing up. A pro, I don't know what it is, guys. I really don't. How can South Carolina find their mojo offensively? Is it going to be the home run? Is it going to be more, more small ball, God forbid? Hit and runs, things of that nature? What's going to change? Because something has to, man. Something's got to. I don't think you can just keep saying, well, we'll just keep at it, same approach. Every Bro, something's got to give. Your pitching is doing all it can right now. Do you change up and give some other guys opportunities? I don't know. I don't know. But something has got to give. Again, your pitchers are doing all they can right now. And they'll face another talented offense this weekend at Founders Park. You're going to have to score. You cannot ask in the year of our Lord 2022, you can't ask pitchers to go out there and throw a shutout every single game. You just can't do it. You have to score. Again, do you shuffle guys up and down the lineup? Do you try guys in different spots? Is there more of a commitment to swing at the first pitch? Is there more of a commitment to be more patient? I don't know what it is, guys, but something, an adjustment has to be made. Baseball is a game of adjustments, guys. An adjustment has to be made. What will that adjustment be, and will it pay off? And, guys, finally, what I'm looking forward to, again, as I talked to you in the, in the beginning of the show, having gratitude and appreciating the little things. And I will tell you this. You know, I, I, I approach Gamecocks athletics with passion and intensity. And so I know many of you yesterday were saying, Chris, you know, is your blood pressure okay? And I, I'll be honest with you. I really don't let it affect me in the sense of, like, my daily life, in the sense of, like, I'm just, I'm just sitting at home, like, 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 you know, like sweating at night, can't sleep because the Gamecocks lost a game, right? I'm a happy-go-lucky, positive person. I lead my life with perspective and gratitude and service. And so, you know, I'm just excited, honestly, guys, to show up to the ballpark this weekend. The fact we get to go watch baseball tonight at Founders Park, that's a blessing in itself, right? That's a blessing in itself. Never forget that. And so I'm actually excited to see Vanderbilt because I do love the game of baseball. And I love college baseball. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing Vandy and just for South Carolina, another test against the best of the best. You're probably not going to see anything from Vandy you didn't see from Tennessee. Now, does that mean a whole lot? I don't know. But going toe-to-toe -to -toe with one of the best teams, a, a legitimate Omaha club, you want an idea of how far off you are or maybe how close you can get? Well, you're going to find out these next three days.
because Vanderbilt's legit. Vanderbilt's for real. And it'll be a huge, huge test for South Carolina. Let's move, guys, into my key player for the weekend. And, and guys, it sickens me to say this. It does. But this weekend is very much so in a way about, listen, I want to win two of three. The expectation, in my opinion, for counter baseball should always, especially on your home field, should be to win two of three. But, guys, you just can't get swept. You just flat out cannot get swept. So you need to salvage at least one to build some sort of confidence, some sort of momentum. Because, again, if you fall to 0-6 in SEC play, it's just going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. And your best chance to win a ball game, I mean, you feel good to Will Sanders in the bump, but I tell you this, my key player for the weekend, left-handed pitcher Matthew Becker. That Saturday game, Vandy's TBA. Becker has been fantastic. So that might really serve as your best opportunity to win a game, right? And who knows? Maybe if Will Sanders throws a gym and you can somehow put some hits together and you're able to steal one, maybe that's for the series, which what a wild turn of events that would be. But it's baseball, guys. Anything can happen. It's, it's baseball. We know that. But I need to continue to see Matthew Becker evolve. I need to continue to see Matthew Becker pitch with confidence, with swag, with moxie. That Saturday game, I think, will be pivotal, and it's pivotal that Matthew Becker gives South Carolina an outing that will give them a chance to win the ballgame. Guys, that leads me into my prediction. How will the Gamecocks fare the fourth-ranked Vanderbilt Commodores coming to town? Again, guys, you know, you ain't had a whole lot of time to feel bad for yourself, have you? <laughs> Lost Tuesday night. We had a Wednesday event, and guess what? Now we got to go right back to action. Granted, at home, thank goodness. But right back to action against a top-five ball club. And a Vanderbilt ball club that, again, I, th I think is probably Omaha-bound if things go to plan for them. It's an interesting state of affairs right now when it comes to Carolina baseball. It really is. It's a very interesting state of affairs. Because, again, we've all heard the phrase, things are never as good as they seem. Things are never as bad as they seem. So is South Carolina as bad as we saw Tuesday? Are they as bad as we saw in Knoxville? Maybe not. Not necessarily. But what we're going to find out over the next couple of weekends, and really just over the course of the season, how close to that are they? Or is that who they are? The mental side is the challenge this weekend, guys. It's the mental side that's the challenge. You don't go to South Carolina to play baseball if you're a scrub. You don't. You don't. South Carolina's got some good baseball players on its roster. They do. Believe it or not, they do. It's all mental at this point. And, again, I don't know if Tuesday night in the last four games the Gamecocks have been pressing or they've been, you know, they're scared to lose, they're scared to fail. I don't know what it is. I'd just love to see a team have fun again. It's a game. It's a kid's game. I understand the challenge that looms in Vandy. I get it. And they're not going to feel bad for you. They're going to come in looking to sweep. No doubt. 
I do want to believe there are kids in that locker room that, as I talked about yesterday, they know what it means to wear that Carolina. They know how much of a privilege it is to rock that SC. And that will be fired up and motivated to play their best baseball this weekend. I want to believe that. Again, guys, it's a pivotal weekend. You lose all three. You go to 0-6 in conference play. (sighs) Things can spiral out of control very quickly, and we're just getting started in conference play. With that being said, I do think you will see a Gamecocks baseball team at home play with more intensity, play with more energy. Again, does that mean that South Carolina is going to win the series? No. But I do think on the home field, I don't know if it's Friday, I don't know if it's Saturday, I think South Carolina is able to salvage a game. With that being said, lock me in. I do have the Vanderbilt Commodores taking two of three. I think they take the series from South Carolina. But again, guys, I really, really want to believe that this team is going to fight. I really want to believe that. I really want to believe that this team understands, hey, 36 games left, we still control our destiny with 36 games. And damn it, Vandy might be head and shoulders above you, better than you, whatever. But you don't just lay down and roll over on your home field. How's it going to happen? How is South Carolina going to take a game? Guys, I really don't know. I, I, I can't sit here and tell you for certain the bats wake up and, and, and we put on some offensive clinic. I, I, I don't have confidence to say that. But I want to believe this team is going to fight scratch and claw and find a way to win one. But with that being said, guys, lock me in. Like I said, I do have the Vanderbilt Commodores taking two of three at Founders Park and taking the series in Columbia. So again, lock me in with that prediction, guys. We'd love to hear from you, your thoughts, your prediction, what you're looking for, thoughts on Vandy, all that good stuff. All right, guys, before we get out of here really, really quickly, I do want to give my brief thoughts, and this is something I'm going to continue to expand on as the announcements actually become official and everything comes out, and his bio and all that good stuff is dropped and all that. The hiring of Lamont Paris, though, as South Carolina head basketball coach, Again, really quickly, you know, I'll tell you this. A couple days ago, I didn't know who he was. I'm actually warming up to the hire a bit. And here's the kicker. There are people that, many folks, that do not feel like Frank Martin should have been relieved of his duties. So they're never going to be happy. They're not going to be happy with this move almost no matter what, okay? That's just the reality of it. If you look at Lamont Paris's background at Wisconsin, what he did at UT Chattanooga, I think there's some promise there, and I think there's some reasons to be excited. Again, the, the key is going to be recruiting. Can he recruit well enough to get players in to win games at South Carolina? But I will say this, guys. It's a roll of the dice. I mean, it's a major roll of the dice. And I know the statistic that scares people. You hire a coach in Lamont Paris that, yes, they won the SOCON this past year, right? They made the NCAA tournament. Lamont Paris also comes to South Carolina with an overall losing 
conference record in the SOCON, 43 and 45 overall. I understand why that bothers people. Again, guys, we're all Gamecocks here. What choice do you really have other than to get behind the guy? But it's a huge roll of dice. Again, I'm excited for a new era. I'm excited for a fresh start. I'm excited for a bit of change, if you will. But that doesn't mean it isn't a big risk. Can he recruit? Will the offensive efficiency numbers from UT Chattanooga, will they translate to South Carolina? We shall see. Again, guys, I'm going to continue to expand on this over the next couple of days as more info comes out and things become official and all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, Lamont Paris, your new men's basketball coach at South Carolina. Again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, how you feel he's going to fare in Columbia. Guys, hey, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Like I said, we'd love to hear your thoughts, your commentary, everything else. We've actually got a special podcast for you tomorrow. So, again, stay tuned to that. But, again, guys, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. Hey, go Cox. Beat Vandy if you can. Rowdy Roosters. Get out to Founders Park. Let's do our part, if nothing else. Let's be grateful we get to watch baseball this weekend. And let's have one hell of a weekend, guys. Appreciate you all tuning in. I am out. Have a great rest of your Thursday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.